Welcome to the Humanise the Numbers podcast series. Leaders, managers and owners of ambitious accounting firms sharing insights, successes and issues that will challenge you and connect you and your firm to the ways and means of transforming your firm's results. Each of the team also has a monthly one-to-one with her now on Zoom. They have an hour a month. It's completely confidential to talk about any issues they've got. So it's almost like a therapy session, I suppose. But uh, yeah, they they all do it. It's it's optional. They all do it. And it's a chance for them just to offload and help them improve. Because I think if they can improve in any aspect of their, in their mind, it'll help us all in the business. It'll help them, which will help us. What happens when a firm of accountants helps the team thrive and helps their clients thrive? In this podcast, Martin Horton of Rivington Accountants shares a few of the details on how he's helping his clients thrive. But what I'd really like you to uh, listen to is what he's doing, how committed he is to helping his team thrive through supporting each and every one of them. Let's dive into that podcast now. Martin, thank you very much for joining us today. Welcome. To begin with, to kick off, can you please just give us a little bit of background about Rivington's and you and the team and, and so we can get a feel for the nature of your firm, please? Yes, yeah, certainly. Hello, Paul. Thanks for having me on. Um, I started Rivington in 12 years ago uh, after working in industry for 25 years for various retailers and wholesalers and manufacturers. I really wanted just to work from home. I had two young daughters, so that's what started it for me. Um, We're now, say, 12 years in. There's a team of eight. Um, We have been nine until fairly recently. Uh, We'll probably be nine or ten again in the new year. And revenue, we've got about 200 limited company clients plus some other uh, self-employed people, a few sole traders, and the fee base is in the low 400s. Okay, brilliant. Brilliant. And exactly where are you? Just We're so people... near Chorley, halfway right. between Preston and Manchester. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, I think you know I'm, I'm from Burnley, so not a million miles ah. away from where, uh, where yeah. you're at. Um, languishing at the bottom of the premiership at the moment. Um, but we'll move quickly on. <laughs> so, Martin, the nature of this podcast around uh, humanise the numbers. And I see on your website that you talk about helping businesses thrive through a client-focused approach by delivering fast accountancy and taxation services, which, no disrespect, sounds great, but it's the sort of thing that you'd hear from many an accountant. And I'm, I'm curious, what, what, what is it that's actually, what, what evidence have you got, what proof have you got that that's what you're doing, that you are genuinely help? Because you've highlighted the word thrive, which and I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of that word. Yeah. So what is it you do as a firm that you and your team connect brilliantly with your clients that, also then helps those businesses thrive? I think a, a massive thing for us is that we, we're all approachable, we're responsive. So really keen on if clients ask us a question, then they get an answer quickly because that helps us, it helps them with their business and also can help us too. We, we want clients to be responsive too. It's a two-way thing really. Right. And so I re- recruit mainly on sort of personality really and those people I think will work well with people and they can they can learn the rest so when you say you recruit the team members on personality yes uh, so but presumably they've got to be able to do the work as well but are you giving emphasis to the personality and and less to the actual technical capabilities of doing the accounts and bookkeeping and taxation and so forth 
Yeah, I suppose every hire is different, really, but the personality is, is for me, is more important. Um, I tend to, if somebody needs, you know, got a knowledge gap in their knowledge, then I can sort of dip in and probably work a bit harder with them than I, than I would if I'd rather have somebody who was the right sort of personality than someone who was qualified. And, and okay, and and you know they they say higher was it higher um, attitude and train skill is the you know the the the, yeah. the, the, the glib piece, but absolutely relevant. And you know, I've heard it on other, on other podcasts where actually let, let's recruit people that connect brilliantly with our clients. Yeah, but personality is a bit of a catch-all, isn't it? it, it it's you know it could mean anything that could. So, what exactly are you looking for in that that personality piece with your team? They they need to actively want to help you ask what proof have we got that that we're doing that it's i think the proof is the feedback we get from clients and the number of referrals we get from clients as well right um and a couple of people who work in the team now used to work for clients and it's all been very amicable but i saw something in them that i thought i'd quite like them to work for me and it sort of happened that they've they are now working for me and i've got somebody in the team who used to work for me in my previous career as well yeah and I knew I know he's you know just good with people they're not particularly gregarious or anything but I just know they actively want to help and actually want to do the right thing right uh, which is you know the we're uh, the accounts is a service industry at the end of the day so yeah. that you know actively want to help and okay if you've got history with people whether they're in a client or you've worked with them before you know because you work with them that they actively want to help people how, yeah. how do you assess people that you've not met before? You're just going through the interview process. How do you actively determine whether they actively want to help? Um, <laughs> I've got it wrong a lot. Um, you, you've got you, it wrong a lot? <laughs> well, enough. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> right. We've all done that. You don't truly know, to be honest, unless you know that you don't know from an interview or from an agency reference. You don't know. Uh, you get a feeling. Um, yeah. it's, it's always a punt, you know, if you if you don't know anything about the the background. Yeah, uh, it, it is. Uh, uh, there's there's an interesting story about um, Southwest Airlines, who are you know um, you know uh, successful airline, uh, the most consistently profitable airline in the world. Yeah, and and they like you uh, recruit people who want to help, mm. and they they have, and I don't know whether they still do this or not, because yeah, it's now public knowledge. Um, but they used to. Um, insist a pen rolled off the table in an interview okay to see whether the team member would pick it up and if they didn't pick it up or made no effort to go and pick it up they wouldn't hire them because (laughs) they weren't naturally predisposed to go and help Mm. and i just thought yeah just it might be you know and it's like oh i can how can you do that and not look like a bit of an idiot (laughs) knocking a a pen off the table deliberately but you know it's um it might be something you want to fold into your next interview and see what happens and see what it makes you think yeah we're gonna uh, we're gonna sloping table (laughs) um so uh, uh, let's go back to the so you've got the right people who want to help your clients yes uh so this thrive piece well, what is it then that this you know motivated team of people are doing to help your clients thrive um i think it's really we've i mean one of the people who i've recruited who used to work for me for he's purely he's a management accountant he, he doesn't do any compliance work he's mm. there we to help them thrive we, we're showing them firstly nearly all clients are on zero so they've got up-to-date information and secondly we promote reporting uh, we've started to give them reports. Sometimes we give them a, a, a report for, 
for nothing and say, you know, you could have this information because the key to them thriving is, as you know, having up-to-date information, being able to make decisions based on what's happening now yeah, rather than what happened six months ago. Yeah. So I think it's really just trying to let them know what we can do because accountants, I don't think, are very good at upselling, if that's uh, the right phrase. Yeah, upselling, cross-selling, um, if you want to describe yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just showing you can have this if you want. We can do it. Do you want us yeah. to do it? And if you do it, then you'll have a better business. Right, okay. And you'll have a better business because you're making better decisions based on more up-to-date, relevant information. Yes, exactly. Right, okay. All right. So there's, the, which is, uh, you know, and, and you, know, you, you know, that's the space that I, I, I'll get really excited about because I mm-hmm. think, you know, accountants are capable of making a profound difference to their business owner clients. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, my backstory is working with accountants who have not done that and that's <laughs> made my life really difficult. Mm. Plus, I've worked with accountants who have made my life really, they've been really helpful and they've made mm. a profound impact on, you know, our business, personal wealth and so forth. So yeah. I get very passionate about this uh, this space, hence picking up on the word thrive. Um, but it's one thing to present up-to-date information. It's another thing to help a client make uh, a decent decision. How, how do you do that? How do you and your team facilitate those conversations? What sort of questions are you asking clients that prompt them to make a better decision and thank you for it um what questions do we ask them that's that's a good question yeah um <laughs> <laughs> it, it we haven't got a set amount of questions what I, what i've noticed recently some of the clients who've taken on who've had a more old-fashioned accountant maybe using some software desktop software they've come to us and it's like it's a whole new world it's, it's almost like they're asking more us more questions than we're asking them. They're saying, oh, I didn't realize we could get this. Can we do this? Can we do that? How do we do right. that? And, and the, consequently, they're, they're a lot more labor intensive for us initially because they didn't, they didn't realize you could do online bookkeeping. They didn't realize you could have systems to pay loads of people in one go. They didn't realize you could get a report of what's coming into your bank you know, today, yesterday, et cetera. So um, I know I've not answered your question, but... Um, yeah, that's something we need to do more of. We need to ask the right questions a lot more. But um... but it's interesting, isn't it, that j- just that simple act of uh, presenting, offering, uh, sharing up-to-date and accurate information can stimulate a better quality conversation with the business owner client than talking about a set of accounts that's three months, six months, nine months old. Absolutely, yeah. I'm, I'm amazed that... You know it, how many the, how their eyes are opened and and suddenly they're they're quite enthused about the business. You know they're they're quite excited by it. Something that we've been doing for years. Yeah, they're they're really excited about. And you know if you if you're tapping into the excitement a business owner has about their business, then by definition, things are going to happen in their business by uh, as, as a result, aren't they? Yes. Um, but I, I find it. Um, uh, I think we're in a um, a, a time where we're opening the minds to business owners, the fact that they can get just yeah. in time or, you know, real time, if you prefer the, the phrase, but I prefer just in time information when it's right for them to make the right decisions, um, which raises the, their perception of value of your firm by definition as well, doesn't it? Um, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, I think, I, feel, I think we are valued uh, by the majority of clients, certainly the ones that have worked with other accountants, the, the clients have never worked with anyone else probably think all accountants are the same. Uh, those that have worked with other people know there's a difference yeah 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 can can you uh, share a story you don't, without mentioning a client's name in terms of how a relationship has developed with a client 
and the 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 use of up to date information and the decision making has actually uh, enabled that business to thrive. To use your 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 reference, just so that rather than talking you know generalities, we can talk about a specific example of a of a business that you've worked with and how the process of and commitment to helping businesses uh, grow uh, has worked, Martin. So you know, have you got a story you can share? Uh, yeah, uh, one that springs to mind is a. Uh financial advisor actually somebody who he's been a client now for probably 10 years and he right. again was using old desktop software he's a I, I do like him as a person as well as a similar similar age to me um and he he again used to get his accounts month eight month nine sign them off pays tax and the accountant would disappear again but his eyes were opened by online software and, and he he we ended up meeting every quarter uh, just to review everything, he he, he loved the sessions. Really, he, he, it was a bit of an offloading session for him. He every quarter he'd come to me with his problems, his frustrations, his his wins, and it would it was just like meeting a, a friend, really, every every quarter or so. But then it sounds like a counselling session, Martin, as opposed to meeting a mate. It has been said, yeah, yeah. I quite yeah. enjoy that though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And ultimately, move fast forward now. He's he's about to. Well, a few years ago, he he managed to buy premises commercial premises and all the benefits that brings yeah um we started putting budgets in place and reviewing them and targets and longer term plans and fast forward now he's, he's actually selling his business and he's going to be semi-retired um in a few months right well and he puts a huge amount of that down down to his relationship with me right and that's gone on for how long 10 years all oh, right. Okay. So a long, long-standing uh, relationship. And so, th- do you think it's just about being there every quarter has just been enough for that relationship to develop and for the advice to be accepted and and, and decisions made and therefore the business improve? Is it just a case of being there, Martin? I'm not trying to make out that you aren't good at what you're doing. I'm just going because there's a you know it's very different, isn't it? That four times a year as opposed to one times a year. It's a profoundly different relationship, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. I, I think that did did make a big difference. Although, ideally, I think to make real progress, and he was a, he was a self starter really as well. He knew he was on top of everything. But I think ideally, once a month makes a bigger difference than once a quarter. Right. And so, uh, I'm, I'm curious. So you said you got what two hundred clients? Yeah, limited company clients. How, mm. how many of those are you seeing quarterly, Martin? Um, a handful. Right. Okay. All right, but you know that um, to help clients thrive, a quarterly meeting works. Yes, um, and you've got whether it's five or ten or whatever the hard number is that you, you, you're meeting quarterly. What 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 are you doing to enhance or advance that uh, quarterly connection with more of your clients? I'm I'm conscious. Making text digital has been around a long time, but yes. there's there's you know there's going to be more impact on business owners and accountants over the next two or three years as mm. um you know we head towards tax calculation and probably quarterly tax payments at some point mm. um you know this decade certainly um potentially this half of this decade yeah um so that quarterly reporting and quarterly meeting piece is going to be a prerequisite for the profession potentially um so i'm wondering what are your plans or what are you doing to move your handful on quarterly to a greater number or is that not something you want to do i'm, I'm maybe um being presumptuous there yeah it's it's something we certainly want touch points to be monthly um and that to make it there's i'm obviously limited how many people i can see every every month or, or yeah. quarter so it's more about 
getting more people, sending more reports to more people more often uh, with, right. with some commentary. Uh, yeah. We do do, I mean, I've been sending out year-end accounts via, with a video before before Zoom was fashionable yeah. uh, for a few <laughs> years now. Yeah. Um, and we do that with the some monthly reports as well. It depends on what the client wants. Some some clients just need to know a little bit of information every month and they're fine to carry on on their own. Some people need more hand-holding. Yeah. So it's really giving them more information more often. And that may be a meeting. It may be just a report, maybe a report with a commentary, maybe a video of a report as well. Right. So there's, there's a number of options there, isn't there? There's the, the, the meeting, report with video, report, no video. Yeah. And then no reports. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Is, okay. And so, so you're looking to scale the impact you have on your business through a better reporting. Yes. Um, assuming that the reports will help the clients make better decisions without guidance. Exactly, yeah. I, and I do understand sometimes they'll need guidance, but uh, we will be, I mean, now's obviously the time of year where you start looking forward to next year. And one of our objectives will be to give clients more pointers. You know, don't just leave them with a, a report. The reason we give them a report, I know they could go into the accounting software and find a profit and loss themselves, but reports get into their inbox and they're more likely to look at them because it's a prompt. Mm. You know, they've got an email or the report on. They should look at it yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. try and remember to look themselves. Yeah. How do you think that will change, Martin, when actually there is a, there's a reporting requirement so that, you know, there's a P&L balance sheet tax calculation has to be generated to sub- be submitted for, for making tax digital? Do you, do you think there'll be a, a, a greater need for more dialogue, not just the reporting, or do you think people will just be happy just to can be continue with the, the reporting element? Yeah. Uh, there should be a, a great there, there is a need for more dialogue but it's like i said earlier it's, it's, accountants aren't great at upselling their services it's, it's whether we can convince the client that it will benefit them that that's a challenge we have really um so i think the more dialogue we have the better and equally there is a time limitation on you know how many people we can have conversations with every month yeah, every yeah, quarter yeah. Uh, but to answer your question yes there is a need but i'm, I'm not sure it'll happen massively Right, just because of the sheer volume of work involved. You know, if you've got 200 clients, instead of doing a set of annual accounts, so that's 200 <laughs> sets a year. If we do quarterly, you go, well, 200 times four, right? So that's 800 sets a year. Um, you know, we better yes. get the technology working and we better get the um, some way of um, making the technology deliver the reporting in a better way um, in order to free the team's time up to have more dialogue if that's possible. But uh, it's a big ask, isn't it? It is definitely. You've got to be more efficient because otherwise there's, there's going to be a fee impact somewhere down the line and you don't really want to just, if you by being inefficient, you don't want to pass higher fees onto your clients. Uh, indeed. but I, I, And I've had this conversation with a few firms around, look, if, we're, if we are heading towards quarterly reporting and you, you're charging £2,000 for a set of annual accounts for, for a client, um, let's just say they're a limited company turning over half a million, for example, um, and then all of a sudden we've got to do four sets then mm. are we going to be charging them £8,000? Uh, well, the client won't want that. Um, no. You might want that, but yeah. you but might go, well, that doesn't sort of stack up. So we've got to work mm. out how to um, change the internal model. Yes. And it sounds as though if, you, if you're working with your team uh, around delivering more, you're using your language, more reports to more people more often, mm. then that's taking you in that direction, isn't it? Um, yes. 
Yeah. But I, I just wonder is, will that actually tick the help your clients thrive box if they're not getting a, a, a real human touch points? One thing to send a report, it's another thing to have a conversation about the report, isn't it? It is, yes. And, um, and it, it probably won't tick that box. No. Um, so that'll be, um, need to be factored into future strategic thinking, do you think, Martin? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'm putting words in your mouth there. It's funny, I was having a, I was on a strategic call uh, yesterday with a firm and uh, we were talking about a similar subject. And, um, you know, he was really pushing hard the fact that as, as more and more technology comes into the profession, hmm. we've got to work really hard at making it more and more human, you know, because that's what clients really value. Yes, yeah. The reporting, the technology, like you said, ultimately can do it. And it's going to be easier and easier for clients, business owners to access, hmm. um, you know. So what do we do to uh, ensure that we have not just more reports to more people more often, but more conversations with more clients more often as well, which has got a big resourcing issue. And by the way, a big pricing issue as well, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, because ultimately that's what makes us different, isn't it? When we're all using the same technology and the same reporting, then it comes down to who's actually working in the firm yeah for sure and we're in that transition period where firms are more and more firms are adopting the tech yes some firms are very good with their clients in getting them to use the tech some are less so mm. i don't know if you're washing um uh, zero clients in that other firms have converted but aren't doing a good enough job that's that's a story that's coming through quite strong at the moment okay um so uh, let's go back to this thrive piece does that apply to your team as well are you are you driving to help your team thrive, or is it just a customer focus piece? That no, the, the teams dare I say possibly more important to me than the clients. It's I I had a bit of a, a couple of years ago when my um, eldest daughter left home. Uh, the youngest one went this year as well. Um, I when I started the business, as I said, it was to work from home. Two young daughters, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It got to yeah, the point yeah. where I was, I was the last person at home. You know, they'd all gone to secondary school and onwards. Yeah. And I thought, why am I doing it now? You know, why why am I running the business now? It was to spend more time with the family, and the family's now doing other things. Yeah. So I had a bit, so about two or three years ago, I thought, right, I need to get my sort of values straight here, and just for the next phase of my business, really, why why am I doing it now? And it it really it came to I want to help people who I think deserve it thrive, and that's the people I can have most impact on are the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting that you, you talk about your values and, you, and you've got them uh, posted up on your website. Uh, that improve support belong piece. Yeah. What what what? How how do you ensure that that's folded into what's going on in the firm every day or every week? Um, the support main well, the support is me supporting the team and us as a team supporting clients. Right. <clears throat> so that the responsiveness is the supporting the support element there. Um, the Belong again is a fact. I want to engender that team culture. You know, we we did last year. We did quite a lot of you know team building or team events or team outings. We did a lot of that yeah. um, last year when we could. Um, and also, you know, do I do a lot of little bits and pieces to, for, for example, now we've got a we've got an advent calendar going. You know, a daily draw to get a nice nice gift every day and right. etc. I, I try and do my bit for that. Uh, yeah. to sort of and and the improve again it's personal improvement and advancement you know I've got p- people in the team studying um that's an easy one obviously but yeah. everybody has their own targets that's not necessarily around work 
it may be you know implementing a, reviewing pieces of software or just just improve the way we work and help our clients improve is it i think it's it's folded in every day purely because of uh, our attitude the attitude of the team really mm mm-hmm. so that uh, just I want to pick up on the um so support about supporting the team mm. how does that show up week in week out Martin, what, what's going on in terms of the way your team come together? And I know it's, remote working has been a, a, a challenge, but also a great opportunity for firms to discover what what, what works in this space. Yeah. Uh, what's the routine in your firm every week to ensure that the team is supported in the right way? Okay, well, every week we have a, uh, we have a weekly meeting, um, mm. a team meeting every week. And then we, we go through where we're up to we've got certain targets work-related targets that keep people up to date with right um obviously that's done on zoom now because yeah. we've got some people still at home some people in the office um what day do you run that on martin a monday Mondays, monday right. just after lunch right it used to be first thing on a monday but it, it just came a bit of a scrabble to get all the information together to do it first thing so yeah, we just yeah, pushed yeah. it back to after right, lunch okay. um and then i i I've worked for some terrible people in the past. And part of that was they, they, you just didn't know what mood they were going to be in on a particular day. And mm-hmm. I, I find I think it's really important. So they know where they stand with me. You know, they know they're not going to get a hard time. Certainly in, in public, they're not going to get a hard time. Yeah. You know, in the one-to-ones, we might go through stuff or, or, or more frequently. But uh, it's important to me, for me to know that they understand they've got a fair boss and they're free to sort of make make their mistakes and develop and grow. But what one thing I do do actually, which I didn't mention earlier, is we, we used to have somebody that came in um, to help one of the team days was to look at um, how we can sort of, to understand the mind really and sort of, I don't want to go too woo-woo about this, but uh, to understand, you know. The, no, I think uh, it should go woo-woo, go on. The, well, <laughs> You know, I'm a huge fan of like the chimp paradox. You know, how, oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I sort of I've adopted that sort of mentality. Really, count to ten. You know, let the human come out yeah. in you. But she, so she used to work with us about how to give feedback to each other and just how to behave with each other. How we've all got different requirements, you know, down to different personalities. But each of the team also has a monthly one-to-one with her now on Zoom. Right. They have an hour a month. It's completely confidential to talk about any issues they've got. So it's almost like a therapy session, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, and that's something again that you know. But yeah, they they all do it. It's, it's optional. They all do it, and right. it's a chance for them just to offload and wow. help them improve. Because I think if they can improve in any aspect of their in their mind, yeah, it'll help us all in the business. It'll help them, which will help us. Brilliant. So, How long have you been doing that for, Martin? That's been um, we've been working with her for about eighteen months. Right. So yeah, she used to do it face to face, one to one. So she used to one month she did a one to one, and once she did a team, one month yeah. she did a team event. So now it's just one to ones. Right. So for all eight of you people. Yeah, yeah. I have it as well. So I, I was just going to check on that. You know, that's leading from the front, isn't it? Exactly. And what she also is there for if when. If people want any support, if they're given a one-to-one to another team member and they've got a problem, they go back to a out of the you know mid-month as well. She'll do some email support as well. Say, have you when you know if you don't if I don't know how to approach a team member with a particular issue in a one-to-one, she'll yeah. provide that that idea that why don't you try this because she knows everybody now, she knows of how course. people will react. 
so she can support in the internal workings as well. Yeah, brilliant. And have you introduced this to any of your clients, Martin? I haven't actually, no, no. I just uh, Have you told your clients what you're doing? No. Amazing. <laughs> Why not? It's, it's only talking to you about it. I've thought, yeah, that is, I mean, Alison, who, who does it, she, um, she says it's great that what we're doing, she, she, she thinks we're sort of a thought, thought leader almost in doing yeah, this. Yeah, the forefront of, of this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and she, she loves, she feels part of the team as well now because she knows us all. Um, mm. But she's never actually asked me to promote it or whatever. Maybe I've started doing some some um, webinars actually to help clients. You know, whether it be around how to get in the into the, into the local press, how to do marketing thirty minutes a day. That maybe I need to sort of do a bit of an interview with a. Um, or do a presentation on that, but uh, yeah, I'd, I'd get her on a like just a one-on-one conversation like this. But yeah. a, a, let me ask a couple of questions. Do you think Alison was it Alison? Did you say yes? Yeah. Do you think Alison's helped you and your team thrive in the last eighteen months? Yes. Okay. Now, if I hear, if I've heard you right, you want to help your clients thrive. Yes. All oh, right. <laughs> Does anything occur to you, Martin, in terms of what you could be doing? <laughs> Of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think what you're doing is brilliant. And it, it's can you see as um, and if we just go back to the question piece, you know, a, a fair question might be with the, the client is, um, have you have you been having thoughts about the mental health of your team and and how that's in, how this year's impacted on them? And who mm. knows what your clients are going to say? You know, mm. they're just going to download. Some of them won't, but some yeah. of them are going to download, aren't they? Going to offload mm. rather than download. Say offload. What you know the mm. concerns they've got. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you go, you know what I'm doing is I'm working with Alison and we do this, this, this and, it, and it, it, it means I'm sleeping at night because I know I've got a, a, an insurance policy, if you will, around my team's mental health. Mm. Ooh, I think that's a really interesting conversation to have with your clients, don't you? It definitely is, yeah. It, it takes an outside, someone like yourself to put that out, doesn't it, really? But yeah, yeah but, and, and, you know, I, I, it happens to me all the time, Martin. <laughs> you know, I've got, as you know, I've got a couple of... Uh, couple of guys who uh, who guide and advise me and mm. uh, you know point out the blatantly bloody obvious yeah yeah don't they? but i think you know the webinar idea is a good one because mm. you can scale that across your clients but i yeah. would argue that this is because this is such a sensitive area yeah it, it may be you know just a question that you throw on an agenda item on your client meeting agenda and go mm. you know just wanted to check in on something that i'm curious about and and you create a conversation that might just be profoundly valuable to Certainly not two hundred clients, but no. goodness me, you know it's a uh, it's a serious topic of conversation. This Martin, I think uh, what you're doing there is brilliant. Mm. All right, thank you. Yeah, no, excellent. Um, how do you know that that investment in time and, and the money you've invested in this person doing one on ones every month with all your team? How, how do you know it's actually working? Because they, I don't ask for. I ask. I ask them. I say, do you still do you want it to do it next month? And yeah, yeah and they all they all do. Right. All right. So that they're enjoying it. How do you know it's working for the business? So it's working for them on a personal level. Yeah. How do you know it's working in terms of either the team coming together better or the the, the results in the business? Yeah, it's difficult to measure that, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, um, but I think I'm just trusting the process there. That uh, my gut feel is there will, will be benefits, even if they're sort of not obvious. There'll be benefits. You know, they'll be generally a bit more. And actually, yeah, we have seen changes in behaviour after the calls that, that has continued. Right. 
So it might there are only little things, but they think something that I might I might have been tipped off slightly that something might happen, and honestly, right. Right. <laughs> but they do happen. So the behaviours. Right. Now you're talking like, in codes. I'm, I'm struggling no, to understand. Well, sorry, my, during my one to one, I might you know have a bit of a recap. There's nothing specific about any, but the the, the lady has said you know you might notice so and so may sort of change the way they do something. Right. And they do. Right. So. Fantastic. I think that's amazing, Martin. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you probably know that I've, I've, I spend a lot of time with all the firms that I work with talking about how do you install new habits and mm. replace the habits that are actually derailing either them personally, the way the team's working or the way the firm's working in, as, yeah. as a whole. Um, and if you've got, you know, one-on-ones with all of your team with someone who's helping them personally, yeah, then that's going to, you know, you can see that potentially having an impact on their habitual behaviour, even if it's just count to 10 before you react and respond to someone, i.e. let the human come out rather than the other, um, so that you create this consistency around the the, the business. Um, Mm. uh, It's that, you know, the fact that that's going on every month with every team member to Mm. help improve them, which ticks that box, doesn't it? Helps them support they're supported as well mm-hmm. um and i guess because the whole team are participating in it including you then they, they probably feel a little bit more that there's a, a belonging piece there as well um yeah that, that's the plan yeah 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 very good very good um <clears throat> so there's a weekly team meeting there's this monthly one-on-one with this outside advisor counselor yeah um uh, let's just go back to the week thing i just want to nail down what else is going on in terms of of, of comms that ensure that the team is supported and the, and the and the results are actually generated every week in the firm? Yeah, obviously it's, it's had to change a little bit this year because we're not all in the office. Um, but for everybody at home, I, I speak to them three times a week right. via Zoom. One-to-one? Um, no, as a, no, as a group. As a team. So there's the yeah. team meeting and then two others? or Yes. So right. Wednesday and Friday, I speak to the anybody that's working from home. Right. Uh, it's just a catch up, really. Just yeah. see how they are. Uh, that's first thing in the morning, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. I have a monthly one to one with everybody as well. Right. Um, and we also we tend to just run it this time of year, sort of November, December, January, daily huddles with the workload, right. self assessment season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that daily huddle piece is that. So there's weekly team meeting, another team check in with you on a Wednesday and a Friday. Yes. But there's a daily huddle going on as well. Yeah, that's only... So a slightly different agenda to those two things then, I guess. What, what, what's the difference yeah. between those, you know, your three, your Monday, Wednesday, Friday and, and the daily huddles? What, what, yeah. what's, the, what's the distinction between the two? The distinction is the huddle of the people physically in the office and right. the, the, mon- the Wednesday, Friday, the people that via Zoom are working from home. Oh, right, OK. So you've got a blend of people at the office and a blend of people at home. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Right, OK. OK. Um, Brilliant. Well, it's it's um, it's interesting, Martin, like you say, um, uh, this year has been a good year, um, and and you pointed out before we got on the on the, on the podcast around lots of referrals. Mm-hmm. Um, the where, where I'm going with this, I've had a number of conversations with a number of firms of late, and and it seems to be the distinction between the firms that are doing really well this year as opposed to the firms who aren't doing quite as well as they would have liked this year, and that's me yeah. being polite, I guess. Um, there's a volume of contact with the team, with the firms that are doing really well, yes. like yours. You know, daily huddles, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Hmm. It's, you know, there's quite a lot going on. It's using quite a lot of management time up. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. but it work, but it's working. Mm. It's in terms of getting work out the door and ensuring that the client relationship management stuff's taking place, so that you get because yes. if you're not doing that, you won't get the referrals, will you? Just you know, it, it, it naturally follows. Yeah. Um, so it's great to hear that you're in that space. That um, you know, there's lots of one-to-one and team check-ins in a week. Yes. It's not yes. just a one-off thing. No. Um, that's brilliant. No. And, and that's more now, obviously, A, because of the time of year, and B, because we've got some people at home, and I don't want them to feel left out. I don't want a, a division to occur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so so for me, it, it looks as though you, you, you've got a an extremely um, human approach to the workload week in, week out in the business. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's important to me. And, and managing the mental health with that outside support on a monthly basis. Mm. Um, it doesn't really surprise me that you're getting plenty of referrals. Um, yeah, I've never really thought about it like that, actually. But yeah, I think it will have an impact on the way clients get treated and then clients refer us because of the way they get treated. Yeah, and it's that old adage if you treat your team like kings and queens, they'll t- treat your customers like kings and queens. Yeah. And it yeah. sounds as though you're very much ticking that box. Um, that's been really good, Martin. Really appreciate you investing your time and and, and sharing some insights into uh, Remington Accountants. Thank you very, 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 very much. Thank you. You'll find more valuable discussions with the leaders of ambitious accounting firms at humanisethenumbers.online. You can also sign up to be notified each time a new podcast is made available. This podcast series, Humanise the Numbers, has been made possible thanks to the support of our sponsors, My Work Papers, Advanced Track, Citago, and VFD Pro. Visit humanisethenumbers.online, click the logo of each sponsor, and you'll hear what our podcast interviewees have to say about the sponsor's services.